Blog Talk Radio. Make some, um, you know, make some 
make some waves uh, and get some engagement with their target consumers. So, or their or their target audience, their target um, referral base, anything. Uh, you know, and this is why I want to go through five different. I want to say, I guess. Five things, five topics, five pillars, whatever you want to call them. Um, these are just five things that I really think are important um, when it comes to Facebook engagement and something that these are very easy for you to kind of take a look at and really understand. Now, the first one is the one that I want to spend a, a little bit of time on, just maybe a few minutes. Uh, and it's number one is you have to know who your target market is. Okay. That sounds obvious, right? Okay, um, I have, I have a nursery, a nursery school, or a child daycare. Obviously, it's going to be mothers in the area. That's obviously that's what it is. But do you know everything about your target market? Do you know what the age range is? Do you know what the predominant sex is? Um, do you know uh, what these people generally do for a living? If you're um, in terms of the daycare. Do you know how many children that these people usually have? Do you know what their average income level is? Do you know what they usually would do for fun or what television shows they would like or um, other things of that nature? These are all things that are very important. When, you talk, when we're talking about target market back in the day, I mean, <laughs> in the early OOs, baby, um, we were talking about, um, you know, just – basic demographic information. We were talking about age range. We were talking about income level. We were talking about geographic region. But now with social media and all of the different um, items online, there's more capabilities of you to laser target your focus. So Facebook is a laser target focus type thing. So, you know, it's a great vehicle for you to be able to really hit your target market with the information that you like. So, for example, if you have a friend, um, if you're connected with some friends and you guys are always chatting and posting things, you know what you guys like. So it's very easy to find, oh, I saw this picture and I totally thought about my friend, so I'm going to post it on my wall and then they're going to like it. Well, that's wonderful, but that needs to be the same sort of thing that you're doing for your client or your potential client, customer, whatever, patients. Um, you need to have that same sort of mentality because if, uh, for example, my, 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 uh, on my Facebook page, I generally share some online marketing tips, but also I'm um, training for a triathlon. I, I love running. Um, I have lots of different interests, so I'll put them on there. So if all of a sudden I start putting political items on there, everyone's going to be like, what the hell is this about? This isn't what Chris is all about. So it doesn't really hit my target audience, which is my friends. And my friends also aren't extremely over-the-top political and whatever. So it's, it just makes sense, right? So you have to think about it the same thing when you're dealing with your, with your business. Just because you have a business page doesn't mean you have to all of a sudden, all of a sudden you know, become chased and, and, and totally forget the emotional connection that you would have with your, your target audience. You need to tap into that target audience. So by creating what we do is we create, um, at the Go Agency for our clients, we create buyer profiles. And this is pretty much um, basically taking the whole target market idea to the next level by adding what kind of movies they'd like to see, what kind of things they're interested in, what would stress them out, what they would do to relax. All of these things really help out because you can really hit people from different angles. Now, if you have a very, very specific, very stuffy, quote-unquote stuffy, I mean, I'm not judging, but if you have a stuffy topic, 
that is very, very information-driven, very data-driven, and that's what your audience is like, obviously that's fine. You can do that. Um, but, you know, for example, if you're dealing with um, programmers um, and there might be a new movie out that has to do something with programming, maybe you can share that as a, as a topic on your Facebook wall. You know, you just really need to think about how to engage your target audience not only with you as a brand, but also emotionally. So by knowing your target market, it's really helpful. Write all of this information down and keep it handy, and then add to it and delete it as, as you find um, relevant. And say, for example, you find out one topic's not true, just take that out and add something else. That way you can have all of the different attributes to really help you target your market effectively. Okay, so that's the big one. That's, the, that's numero uno, and that's really impor- important, which is know your market. Number two is keep it visual. I don't want to read all the time. So, for example, if you're on um, your Facebook page, if you just have sentence, link, sentence, link, sentence, link, sentence, link, sentence, 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 um, that's kind of dry. So why don't you try to make your page come alive by adding some images? You can add some images of your staff doing something interesting that might be interesting to um, the target audience. Maybe you are a assisted living facility and you have a bingo party. Well, if you have pictures of the residents of the assisted living facility playing bingo and smiling and winning and with staff members um, hugging them in the background, and that's great, perfect, perfect fodder for a Facebook page. Um, so, and, you know, maybe uh, they, uh, it's um, a mental health charity that, you, that you're running, um, and maybe if you're sharing inspirational quotes with an image attached to them, um, or they're put, put over top of an image, um, that's really, really good if your target market would be interested in that. So think out of the box. You don't have to use only selling type images. Um, you can use things that are um, kind of out there. Maybe you want to make your audience laugh. Maybe you have, um, a, there's a doctor, your uh, doctor's association, um, and you specialize in um, podiatry. Maybe there are some cute cartoons that you can put out there um, that have to that, uh, involve foot doctors and foot doctor humor. And it sounds odd to say it, but there's niches for everything. So all of this information does live, live out there. So find something visual and put it out there. Three, stop selling. Now, I don't mean all the time. Just don't sell every single time you put something onto your social media at all, especially Facebook. Facebook people don't go to Facebook to go make purchases. <laughs> you know, they go and you want to influence their purchase, not make them purchase. If you want to make them purchase, do some Facebook ads and, you know, spin the roulette wheel and, and hopefully it works for you. But this is influencing the decision. Facebook is not going to be a point and click and I'm going to spend money with you type thing. One like on Facebook does not equal one dollar, one pound, one euro, one whatever. It is an influencer. So you want to, you can still sell, but whenever you're going to sell, maybe maybe like 10% of the time that you're posting, make sure that you're adding, you're talking about your product, service, or um, hospital system or whatever, in terms of the problem that it's going to solve for the target consumer, you know the target consumer, what are their problems, I, I can help you, I can solve your problems. So that's kind of the way that I would, I would suggest that you approach it. Now, the other thing that I would suggest is, you know, when you're dealing with everything online, I would definitely, definitely make sure that you look professional I cannot tell you how many times um, I have been to a Facebook page 
with everything that I drives me crazy. That would be spelling errors. That would be, um, oh, my gosh, let me think of them. Spelling errors, um, grammar errors, link errors, too many hashtags, boring content, all lowercase letters with no punctuation, just a weird floating link that doesn't have any sort of preview. What the hell are you doing, folks? That's not going to give you any sort of engagement, and it's going to make you look terrible. Every communication that goes out through your Facebook page needs to look like it came from your company, not your intern, not your janitor, not your gardener. It needs to look like it came from you, your company, your brand. So just make sure that you're, making, uh, you're ensuring everything looks professional going out there. And if your tone is fun and jovial and humorous, that's fine. But just you don't want to have lots of misspellings and errors and links that go to 404 pages and no images, and it just looks terrible. So that hurts engagement. And the fifth thing is stop copying strategies that you found on Google. Just because you can Google Facebook engagement and look at 25 different articles, even what I'm telling you right now, you cannot listen to every single thing that's out there and have it applied directly to your business. Now, with what I'm telling you, these are all items that you can apply because I'm generalizing them. But generally what happens, generally, generally, what happens online when you're, you're, you're using the wonderful search engine, which is Google, you're going to find lots of things that are counterproductive, and they are the way, the number one way to get more likes, the number one way to do this. There is no number one way. There, the number one way is a comprehensive social media strategy that either you've come up with or someone's helped you develop. You can't just wing it and you can't build a whole strategy off of a tactic. That's what's being shared with you. So I'm saying when you see things on Google, see if it's going to work for you or try it out. Don't base your whole strategy based on something like that because then engagement won't work. For example, someone says, hey, contests are the way to go. And you can't logically think up of a contest that would work for your business. So it's like, oh, okay, be the first person to do this, and I'll give you an iPad. That's boring. It doesn't make any sense. Why are you even doing it? So it needs to make sense. Maybe in six months that would make sense. But you just need to be careful about the information that you're using and finding. Okay, folks, five ways right there that you can help uh, push up that Facebook engagement. Just make sure that everything you put out there is – fine-tuned to your audience, um, it looks professional, and you have some visuals mixed in, and you'll be good to go. All right, folks, um, Christopher Tompkins with the Social Marketing Academy. Thanks so much for joining me, folks, and we'll talk to you again on another show. And check us out online, and call us toll-free, 866-926-2636.